Welcome to the Reckoning Podcast, where we stoke a campfire, gather around, and have real-life conversations with old friends, new friends, professionals, and just shoot the shit. Reckoning all things from hunting, outdoors, beauty, entrepreneurship, relationships, life, and more. It's all just a reckoning. So I'm sitting on my couch and watching my breath as I'm breathing, you know, and I'm sitting here miserable because I don't have water. You sent me that video. Yeah, I sent you a video. I'm like, this is inside. Like, I'm not even outside and this is what my house is. And so I think, you know, a lot of people think, oh, it's Texas. They just don't know how to handle the weather. Uh, Well, this girl does. I know how to handle it very well. And I did not handle this very well. (laughs) This was this is rough. Like, Britt, this was... Hey, that episode was from my BFF, Kristen, aka Chris. You've heard from her before. She's been on episode, I think, three when I was kind of figuring out Zoom before <laughs> I took my podcast into talking to people I've never known. So she was my guinea pig and she's been helping me out when it comes to reckoning. We really just kind of shoot the shit on this episode. I check in with Chris the week after the snowstorm in Texas. She lives in Dallas and she kind of gives us a breakdown of her experience and what was happening and what she was doing and kind of what she took away from that. Things that, you know, as a single female, she's going to have on hand next time or just have on hand so that she's got things to get her through a natural disaster. And of course, we get interrupted by Riv, my four-year-old, because, you know, Aunt Kiss is on, so he has to come say hi And we really just kind of hang out and check in on each other. I do have to say thank you guys so much for all your patience and support as we build out reckoning. (laughs) When you're onto something, I think personally, when you're onto something good, you get a lot of pushback. And that's what I've been getting the last month uh, when it's come to technology, snowstorms, there's always something happening on what I'm supposed to be doing on it, working on it. And so I kind of took an evaluation and looked back and I had to get a few things in order with my other business as far as being able to put the time and effort that I wanted to focus on reckoning. And I've done so and I'm so excited, got technology working and I got a new computer. Woohoo! I'm so excited. Seriously, I've been wanting one of these forever. (laughs) And so I'm so excited to finally get back into things. I really get down on myself when I make promises to myself and others and I'm not meeting those. And so my goal is to be having, you know, obviously be rolling out again one episode a week, hitting that and bringing you guys lots of value, awesome, fun conversations and a few solo episodes as we gear into camping season and obviously getting more people around the campfire to shoot the shit. So if you know anybody with crazy, fun, wild stories or you yourself, please reach out to us. I'd love to have you on and have awesome conversations. I would totally appreciate it if you're listening to this podcast and you're enjoying it. Please take a screenshot of it with your phone or whatever, if you're not driving, obviously, and post it on Instagram. Be sure to tag us at Brittany.long or at The Reckoning Podcast so that you can share the word. It helps more than you know. Now let's get into this episode with Chris and we're going to light that campfire that I know she wished she had. Hi. Hi. You look pretty. I. Oh, it's funny because, <laughs> yeah, you know, I've been getting ready in the mornings just because my days get so crazy, you know, mm-hmm. and even I'll get ready before I go to the gym, which kind of seems counterintuitive, but at least I'm done and ready. 
Listen, but the fact that we get so up much, and shower yeah. and do something, like, we should get a lot of credit for that. I agree. And maybe if I'm I just, just put my hair down, well, not that it matters, because it's, that's what's great me. about a podcast. Well, but my husband will be coming home soon, so, you know, like, pull it together real quick. Oh, okay, for him, not me, right? Because I was like, girl. Yeah. <laughs> we don't do that, right? For like, the breast. For the best friend, no. For the husband, maybe. <laughs> dress up, right? That's like a mutual agreement. Oh, it's such an agreement. Yeah. Such an agreement. I just took a picture. Hang on. For the gram. Oh. Speaking of best friends, you can wait. <laughs> of course, I can wait. Look, just taking down your hair can do wonders some days. And then some days you just need to pull it up and then it does wonders. You yeah. have the best sun glare on you right now. You had like the a flare and it was just working for you. Man. That's good. At least I so did you have a good well day of work? It has been nuts because I didn't work much over the last week. So it's been ugh, crazy, but so good. Um, my job has been a dream come true. Like, I am so grateful for it daily. That's Kill awesome. You've, yeah, you've loved it. And you've been there a long time. Yeah, almost four years. So, I mean, I guess in the realm of things, that's not very long, but it's been a great time. But also like, you I, made it through 2020, so. And like the first part with of the job. 2021, which was like awful. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. many people, <laughs> girl. <laughs> um, I'm really grateful because so many people lost their jobs, and which is why our company wanted to give back, as we were one of the few industries that were not harmed by the, the shutdowns. We did very well, and um, mm -hmm. we wanted to be able to help those around us who didn't do so well because... Lord knows there is a need. So we're grateful to be able to do that. Yeah. There is. And like we've talked before, you and I have been on the other end of recessions or whatever and not oh, been yeah. so lucky. So we know how exactly how that feels. <laughs> Candle making. <laughs> oh my hell, I was thinking <laughs> was i was thinking of that the other day because i was listening i was telling you how on audible i started what like january february i started listening oh, yeah. you were a badass at making money which by the way you need to listen to now I know but I it talks she's talking about all the things she does to try and make money and how she didn't see the bigger picture like how much money she was putting out towards it plus the time to make one <laughs> item and then thinking she was going to be a millionaire off of that and i was like oh me oh, and Kristen making candles painting mason jars man we tried everything we were we did and man, we, we were, were happy doing it but i fucking hate those mason jars now like oh, i geez. look at them yeah and i want to go throw them out on the driveway just throw them just them. throw them away get rid of them like on to better times i yeah. can't believe yeah. we thought we were going to be rich off of that but we learned <laughs> we learned and we were so excited and happy but that's because we were in such we're a like, dark little hole like, look at what we did and he was just like oh 
Okay. So yeah. They didn't really herself. smell that good. <laughs> they didn't smell good at all. They looked awful. I think we ruined like three pans trying to melt all that wax. It says your internet connection is unstable. And I says, oh no, that's not what Krista needs to hear. Girl, I swear if the power goes out, I might just have a full blown meltdown. I had it. I'm not gonna lie. I'll bet. Hi. Can you say hi to Chris? Hi. Hi, Ruth. Hi. How are you? Can you go play for a minute? No. She asked how you are. Good. Good. Can I come see Very you good, in huh? a month or so? Can she come see you in a month or so? Can she come over? On my birthday. Oh, you could come for his birthday. Oh, I forgot this. That is coming up. Huh? In May? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yep. We have to pull to open those still. <laughs> yeah, you're coming out because it said your internet connection was unstable. And that's probably how yeah, you told well, us last week after everything. Because Chris unstable. is in Texas. Kristen is unstable right now. Like, yeah. Let's be honest. I'm like, <laughs> girl, if you said last week, you would have been like, uh, oh, what? Oh, yeah, that was, that was a rough week. I'm not super concerned. When did everything oh, yeah. start going to hell in a hand basket and then hell froze over? Like literally, I mean, I feel like Texas is God's country. So like God's country froze over. It really is. Um, <laughs> so we knew we were gonna get a storm but like a texas storm but weathermen is a lot different than what a northern storm is so being from the north i am the first person to make fun of a texan like i will admit it i give them a hard time i will do that i will never do it again because um, your family's in Utah, so you know what, like, a Utah yeah. weather is. Well, and I mean, winter I weather storm is. Yeah, I was born in Boise. Mm -hmm. I lived in eastern Oregon, right in the middle of the mountains. Um, so I'm very used to very, very cold weather. So I feel like if I'm telling you it was bad, like, there's there's a good ground for my, <laughs> my opinion on that. But um, so we knew it was going to get... You know, we were going to get a lot of snow. I had expected not to go to work on Monday because Sunday night was when the storm was starting. It was supposed to be very cold. And then we also had another storm that was blowing in on Wednesday. So I expected to be back at work on Tuesday. Just probably very little snow on the ground because sometimes they say it's going to be a lot and we don't even get any. And so Sunday night, my power went out at middle of the night it went out and i thought oh well it'll be mm -hmm. back on they warned us that they might do rolling blackouts my power did not come back on my power and water were both out from sunday night until thursday night oh my and gosh. so it was brutal and so our temperatures were negative we had negative degree temperatures which that cold is a very different cold than a utah idaho oregon cold like it hurts you know in utah we it's 34 because it's like so open and breezy cold. or what it's yeah. the moisture in the air so we have it's oh. humid so it's like 
no matter how many layers you're wearing, for some reason, it just goes right through it. Like, it's awful. Interesting. And so it's like, when we hit 30 degrees here, it's a lot different than 30. Like, 30 degrees back home, I'm not wearing a coat. I'm wearing a shirt. You know, I'm fine. No problem. 30 degrees here is just not that comfortable. Um, And so, you know, the problem is inside my house hit 38 degrees. I'm like, this is inside. Like, I'm not even outside and this is what my house is. And so I think, you know, a lot of people think, oh, it's Texas. They just don't know how to handle the weather. Uh, Well, this girl does. I know how to handle it very well. And I did not handle this very well. (laughs) This was, this was rough. Like, Britt, this was. Well, because you and I usually talk every Tuesday afternoon, evening. Mm -hmm. And that's when I ask. Like, not even, like, just being a complete ding-dong and not even... I hadn't well, been on social media or looked at the news yeah, or anything. Not, and then when you're like, yeah. um, <laughs> I have had power <laughs> for two days. And and then you send me a video and she sends me a video and I push play and it's her breathing and you can see her breath and she's inside a home. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> Sending like what? Do you want me to send it? <laughs> like at that How point, do what I do you do? You? <laughs> I know. I felt so bad. I can't do anything. Well, and I couldn't either. The the thing is, is that we had four and a half million people without power or water. And, you know, they're doing an investigation to figure out what exactly happened, because this should never have happened. That's what I was going to ask is as to why... You know, and there's a lot of things going on. Everything froze. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's probably a combination of several things. Um, I do know, the the little bit I know, and obviously this is still changing so much because no one really knows yet what happened, but our turbines, which, if I'm being honest, we're in Texas, we have, like, the largest oil supply. Why aren't we using it? I know, come at me with your green energy, but our turbines just froze, so I'm not a big fan yet right now. (laughs) But I know they didn't treat our turbines like they should have. They didn't winterize them like they should have. They probably were cutting corners to save money. Um, Texas is also on its own grid. So if you know anything about Texas, we don't like big government. So we try to be self-sufficient as much as possible which can be good and bad at the same time. You know, we have that going on. But um, so there's a lot of different things going on right now. Um, There was price gouging going on regarding electricity. So one of our news stations just reported, I don't know if you've heard, but a lot of people had like thousand dollar energy bills because of this. I mean, insane high energy Mm. bills and it turns out that the energy that we were purchasing from other states was marked up huge like six thousand percent i think they said and so there's just right now there's just so many playing parts you really can't say what happened no one knows for sure yet yeah i mean you don't we could it could be anything and it could be something that's not even on our radar right now what i do know um is that when i build my house (laughs) there will be a wood burning stove 
I will, I will yeah. never do that again. Like that was <sighs> freaking cold. Because did you go? You went and stayed with your friend. Did she have a stove? No. So we we still had no oh. power, no water. She did have um. Oh, she had a, a like oven stove, but not like a wood burning stove. So we didn't have a source of heat. We had a gas top that we could melt snow so we could flush our toilets and heat up coffee if we really, really needed. <laughs> but like, well, girl, that's when I say this was, in my book. Uh, yeah, I think that's the only reason we Especially survived. Especially if I'm going without but, all those other things is coffee oh. and alcohol. Oh yeah, we had that. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't drink much mm -hmm. anymore. You know, but I'll tell you what, I definitely was thrown some back because I was having some meltdowns. I'll bet. Like, I Did think I tell you what Cody was doing when, when the pandemic hit? No. Like, everyone's buying stuff, you know? I mean, it's almost been a year. But all of a sudden, I started realizing when Cody would run out of beer that all of a sudden he would just walk back inside from the shop with another 30-pack. And I was like, what? Then I go out there one day to get something, and there's, like, cases of 30 packs of Keystone Light. And I can't like, judge every time I went because, to like, the gas station, he's like, I can, I know how to filter my water. I know how to get water. He's like, I can You guys can beer. survive off the land. <laughs> like, that, you guys are like, yeah, he's like, everything else I'm fine, but beer I can't like, make. Gonna be fine, you know? Well, yeah. I'm sitting here. In I was like, okay, I, I can't even argue with you about that. You're like, I get it. Fair. I yeah. so I don't drink that we much. I'll have a, maybe one or two a week. Like I just don't drink much anymore. Mm -hmm. And Same. like when the pandemic hit, girl, I was buying like handlebars of rum and whiskey and like every bottle of wine I could find. Because apparently, if I'm going to survive something awful, I need to be drunk to do it. I can't handle it sober. <laughs> Which is not true. Because I something handle, to work on. I handle emergencies very, very well, actually. I just, I don't know why I panic about nice alcohol. To... Like, in my mind, that was yeah. what I needed oh, Cody. to do. That's what Cody did, too. I was like, oh, He's like, fine. Brit's got us covered. <laughs> we can do the rest. Yeah. Nope. He's still nice. There's fruit in it right yeah <laughs> i don't know fruit why. salad like, every night <laughs> randy was That's laughing because you don't drink that much why are you buying all this alcohol and i'm like i don't know but i have this urge like i need to have it just in case <laughs> and it's still sitting like in my liquor cabinet because i haven't i don't drink it now you're much. set for it's year. just sitting there and i'm like people are gonna think i'm a drunk because there's all this stuff that i just drink but apparently I no man just to in handle case. emergencies i need alcohol first well i mean like good Cody news said. like if i ever had to like perform surgery which i'm not capable of doing and should never even attempt i could clean the blades <laughs> for sure do you have said blades or sutures <laughs> no <laughs> why would i prepare for that just in case, well, I hit, because you know how Cody and I attempted to do a, an episode, record? I mean, oh, we yeah. did it, but not successfully in the fact of 
it whatever technical difficulties. Like an awkward first so, date for the people who've been married. Forever. It was the most awkward first date. Yeah, such an awkward first date. <laughs> and um, <laughs> but I was asking him because he has I have dental floss that's with my backpack that has like all my you know like my survival kit all my things. And I was asking him, like, what is the dental floss for? Because I wasn't sure. And he was like, oh, it's to, like, suture. <laughs> I was like, okay. And I was telling him, like, I hope work. I never have to See, use it. But I... being, like, if I have to, you know I will. And he's like, I know. Okay, girl. Have a peach I'm going to tell you a anatomy. secret that's going to save you some ugly scars. Okay? You ready for yeah. this? Yeah. Super glue. Oh, you super yeah. glue that ish shut. I can't tell you how many yeah. things I have super glued shut. And not just on myself, on other people. Again, drunk me thinks yeah. I'm a doctor. <laughs> super glue. The way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've yeah, super Randy's glued a lot of things shut. Stepdaughters cracked her head open on the pool. And it wasn't deep enough for stitches, but it was a pretty decent thing. I super glued that bitch shut. She doesn't even and have a scar. Just like a professional. Yeah. No, she doesn't even have a scar. Surgeon you know it was made really for that. That's what super well, they use for. like they use that. I mean not especially in the military, glue. which surprise why I know that. Yeah, the dental floss is like it's got a whole bunch of different uses, obviously, but when yeah, like it was like to suture, I was like, that is a thick ass suture. That would hurt like a bitch. You better be drunk when that, that happens. Would Why am like I hooked on the drinking thing right now? Apparently, I need a glass of wine. Because it's been a week. You finally are back to reality. So you're back at your house. When did you get to be back? At, you were gone. You were at without power four days. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, four days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Thursday night or Thursday afternoon. Well, because Thursday morning we spent cleaning up Randy's house her she it flooded like crazy um so mm-hmm. we spent that doing that and then we expected to come over to mine and realize that it was flooded also which i was going to be really upset about because yeah i was very proactive Did the you first just day replace with your no power i ripped up all my yeah. carpet and put down the flooring and so i was like yeah, of course i did i know i'm a badass some days some of course days you do afraid. and then it floods well, that's what I thought. I was like, I'm not even going to be mad that it ruined my furniture because I have insurance. I'm going to be mad that I spent yeah. that much effort laying that floor and ripping that carpet up because I'm too cheap to hire someone to do it. And then it floods. And then I have to hire someone anyway. Like, I was going to be really upset. But I am so lucky in the fact that I had a little bit of um, water damage in my bathroom above the shower, and that was it. Nothing else was down. Really? Yeah. Wow. So and I above really the shower. So it just dripped into the shower. Mm-hmm. It didn't damage a single thing. And they were able to fix it very quickly because it was, you didn't even have to get a plumber out to do it right away. And the problem right now is getting someone out to fix it. They're just working nonstop. You know what I never regret having on hand? My mountain ops, whether that's my ammo, my protein bars, my ignite or my slumber. You know I love my Mountain Ops. I've talked about my ammo before. It's the low-carb protein for lean muscle build with 19 grams of protein, and it's got four and a half servings of real fruits and veggies. 
and it tastes amazing. My new obsession over the last couple months has been their slumber. Mama's been trying to cut back on drinking wine, you know, still here and there, but I've decided it's all about the routine and relaxing and the ritual of it. So I've made that with my slumber. It's is kind of like a sleepy time tea and I use the sleepy cider. It tastes so good. I warm up my water, I use my frother and I sit and sip it about eight o'clock and by nine o'clock mama is out and I can sleep through the night. Wine sometimes will wake me up at like two o'clock in the morning and I've got a thousand things going on in my brain, not with the slumber. I'm out, it's got collagen, it's got muscle recovery, and it gives me good sleep, and I wake up feeling rejuvenated. Seriously, I recommend slumber to everybody, and you know I love it on the mountain. We've always got it in our bags, we've got it in the truck. The things we like to keep on hand are obviously the ammo, we love their protein bars, Cody really loves the Ignite for some energy boost, and obviously, I love my slumber. What I love even more about this company is they're a company with core values and a company worth supporting. With each purchase, 2% is given to conservation and they conquer hunger. One nutritious meal is prepared for a child in need. So if you want to shop, please use our affiliate link by going to thereckoningpodcast.com forward slash mountain ops. That's thereckoningpodcast.com forward slash MTN dash OPS and shop our affiliate link. It supports the show. Now let's get back into the episode. So it's just, it was a sad craziness. You know, I mean, we can sit there and talk about all the things we went through, but you know, there were people and kids, there was a kid who froze to death in his bed. And when you think about that and realize that this was not just uncomfortable, this was really a serious situation. You know, we have elderly who passed away because they couldn't get heat, they couldn't get water, they couldn't get what they needed. And, you know, I was lucky enough. I mean, we stayed pretty warm. We didn't stay warm. We were freezing our butts off. But because we had to shovel so much snow to do everything because we had no water, um, that kind of kept us going, you know, we, we kept our mm-hmm. energies up by doing that. But I mean, I sit there and I think about the people who just didn't survive this week and that breaks yeah. my heart, you know, and, and, and is it sad? <clears throat> you know, I lost my temper with a few people who had posted things about Texans think they're so tough and, and all of this stuff because I think it's wrong to kick anyone when they're down. And that week we were down. We started our our week with a a hundred plus car pile up on 35 that killed multiple people. That's how we started our week. And it just progressively got worse. This was a really sad week for Texans. You know, we faced a lot and, and I think sometimes it's hard because they are so prideful. I say they, like I'm not proud of my state. I'm very proud of this state. Um, and they do have every right to be because if you visit Texas or if you know Texans, they may be all about Texas. But um, these people will open their homes to complete strangers. They will give you the shirt off their back. They will do anything to help everyone. And, and you know, when there's other disasters around the country, our firefighters our first responders are there our people are there our supplies our money everything we are willing and so many others in the country are also 
but there's something about the heart of Texas, like, is not about the state, it's about the people. Like, these people are just good humans, you know? And so I got to see some really interesting things happen this week. Um, there were businesses that had water outside their doors and people left money in the, like, slipped money in the door for the water that they took. You know, so even in a situation where you could take it and be, no one's going to blame you, they still did the right thing. You know, and then I yeah. I look around here and um, I look at, like, just in my area, there were notes up everywhere that said, hey, we have water here. I have a propane thing because we're on, we were on oil notice. So even when water came back, we couldn't drink it because... We had to boil everything. Well, people still mm -hmm. didn't have power, still didn't have water. Um, so people were saying, hey, I, I have power. I have water. I can boil if you need something. Um, people have offered up extra furniture. They have extra clothes, extra blankets, extra anything. I mean, that is something that is a very unique thing but that's good people that happens in states no matter where you go but that is just very common here even when it's not an emergency mm -hmm. you'll see anyone step up to help you know and i saw it the first time when we had hurricane harvey hit i think it was harvey hit the houston um even up in mm -hmm. dallas because they brought a lot of people up here because there was nowhere for them to stay down there so we took in a lot of um people and you should have seen the lines for donations for clothes for food for water they actually had to start telling people to stop like they had too much to stop bringing it and this was all before mm -hmm. we had any assistance from the federal government at all so that's just the citizens of stepping up and saying listen i'll give what i can and we'll make it work so i uh I got to see this week why Texans are so proud to be a Texan, you know, and that's a side yeah, that, that I, I that sad more people don't, I'm sad more people don't see that because yeah, they're loud. They're proud. Like I get it. You know, I teased them for a long time too, you know, but yeah. after seeing how they, they deal with things and, you know, I, but it's like a Texan heart. It, that is like, they're, <laughs> everything's bigger in Texas, including their hearts. Like, yeah, I mean, it's just letting strangers into your home because you had power. You don't know them from Adam and you let them stay in your home for a week. You know, and that was not an uncommon yeah. thing. So it just it really was. It is always incredible when something happens and you see people just be good, kind humans. Mm hmm. Like, people are worried about taking care of each other instead of all the differences. Yeah. You know, and I... And there's something, like, super pure about that that you don't get very often. Well, and it's hard when you are just... I mean, I get it because I hit my limit multiple times this week, last week. Um, I mean, I, embarrassingly, I had a complete meltdown while talking to my dad because he asked me how it was and I was just not okay at the moment <laughs> and I am not well, a and it's dad I can see that yeah it's my dad like but um I'm not a meltdown person so my poor dad was like oh my gosh my kid's gonna die down there <laughs> so he is so funny <laughs> like it's like, bad Kristen's crying 
Kristen's crying. She's not handling it well. This is not good. Um, so it was funny because he goes, I was trying to find Uber or some way to send you food or like something. And I was like, well, dad, if I can't get out, no one's getting out. Like <laughs> if I'm not out on the road, no one should be. But, um, mm. you know, it was just really sweet. And, you know, I have to say that it was really touching to see how many people reached out. People that I haven't talked to for years who are like, hey, I know you're in Dallas. Are you okay? Like, I know we're not there. What can we do? How can we help? You know, and that Texans are great people. But, like, I think we forget sometimes that Americans, we are good humans. We care. And it's easy for people to poke fun and say, oh, they don't care, they don't care, they don't care. And that's never the case. We absolutely care. We have different ideas on how to take care of people. You know, different political parties think differently. But I think overall, we all want the same thing. We want to take care of people who need help. We want to be there to help them. We want the opportunity to serve others because so much... There is a really unique experience you have when you give, when you don't have much to give. Like there is, there's something that changes in you when you realize you can help someone who can't help themselves. And I think oftentimes we expect a government to take care of us and we're taking that opportunity away from ourselves to give because that's the right thing to do, you know? And I'm not trying to get political. I just think, I don't want to lose Well, I think a lot of people, well, and there's so many things that, so many people don't feel like they don't have or expectations they haven't lived up to, right? In that moment, but then they look from the outside looking in they're lucky enough that their water's on and something that's always just been on for them. And they've always had, Mm -hmm. they're able to help, you know, the person that they don't have their power on they're not lucky enough for that, but, or their water or whatever. And that person's able to help, you know, Mr. Mm -hmm. Successful quote unquote. Well, you know, it's really, really interesting too, because, um, If you give people a chance, they'll figure it out. A community will not just crumble because someone's not there to hand them things. We had no power. We And I mean, we're talking everyone. There were very few people. If you didn't live close to a hospital or a fire station or a police station, you didn't have power. So we're talking like millions, millions of people without power. And um, anyway, basically, we figured it out. We worked together, we came together, we did what we had to to get through it. And we're all gonna be more resourceful now. We're gonna do things differently, you know? And I think uh, it's easy for someone, especially my Northern family family and friends, because I used to be one, um, to sit there and say, oh my gosh, it's just a storm. Well, a storm here is very different. We don't hit those temperatures often at all. If like this has not happened for a hundred years. So um, a storm like that has not blown in for a hundred years. Well, the houses here are built differently. They're not built to keep heat in. They're built to keep it cool inside. 
um, the plumbing is on the out exterior walls where we're, where we're from. It's not, you know, they put it on interior so they don't bust when it gets so mm -hmm. cold. Our water heaters are in a closet inside the house. Well, here they're in the attic or the garage. So when we're talking about all the flooding mm -hmm. going on and why weren't we better prepared? Well, the climate here is a very different climate. We're not from the Rockies. We're not from the North. It's not meant to be that way. It's not meant to be that cold, you know? So we, it's not built to handle a storm like that. Yeah. So. Well, and that's like last week on Instagram when everything, one, I had no idea what was going on. And two, I used like a <laughs> planning app, Planoly. So I had like typed out this thing to go with my image. And then as we know, I get sick of Instagram and I delete my app for a long time. <laughs> and, then I you never never. Post it. and then I'm like, I think your husband like, more than you oh. do on Instagram. <laughs> he does. I literally was telling Cody the other night, I'm like, maybe you should manage my Instagram for me. <laughs> so anyway, so then I use this and I post this picture and this caption I had typed out forever ago. <laughs> and then like a freaking ding dong i'm like oh my gosh and it was something like a little snow never hurt anyone meaning like the people of utah because at the same time utah is having like their first snowstorm of the winter yeah. and it's now february and we have the resources right and then i realized oh you freaking tone deaf moron like hello no things are different thing. in it's other like, parts I of the country I jokingly was yeah, like, but here's uh. the thing with that. Yeah. But so it wasn't even you. It was, I'm like, whatever people can read into it, however they want. Right. Yeah. And I knew you were fine. Because you know, I would talked, never whatever. That. Yeah, exactly. But as the next morning I was driving Cooper to school in our snowstorm and we were actually getting pretty good snowstorm, but we have salt on the ground. We have salt trucks. We have plows. We have our like you said our pipes are inside of our house our water heaters downstairs in a closet all these things and as we're driving in you know the blizzard through the fields or whatever and cooper and on the radio they're talking about texas and praying for texas and everything you guys were going through and cooper kind of pipes up because he's like so smart. um hi we're driving you're taking me to school in a blizzard like what what why is texas shut down and so it was a very good conversation to have because sometimes you have to step back out of where you are and think of the other people and explaining mm -hmm. those exact same things to Cooper and Rivers. Like we have different resources than they do. Our climate, mm -hmm. just like if a tornado was to come through here, we don't have, we're not like in school, we're not really trained how to- You don't have alarms that will go off shelter. We don't have alarms that go off. You know what I mean? It's just different. And so it was kind of good too for myself. Like I understood how bad it was, especially having you there and everything, but to also explain it like you just did and how I did from the outside into a child, it was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, there's like <laughs> the poor governor is probably going to hear from me and I'm going to be like, I have a few suggestions because that's just the person I am. Um, <laughs> yeah, you will write a letter. I wrote a letter to President Clinton as a kid to tell him what I think he should have done. Like, I've just always been this person. I am who I am. It's 
just annoying at times, but I am who I am. But, you know, I was, I was teasing because I sat there and I was watching these trucks and they were treating the road and it was a liquid. And I was like, well, that's not smart. <laughs> like my, my Utah self, it's freezing outside. Rocky kid was sitting here going, I would never put anything liquid on a fro on a road that's about to freeze. No matter what it is, yeah. I wouldn't. And so I, I did a little research and they, they said they brine the roads. And I was sitting there, I was like, well, it's sh surely it's not the brine you use for a turkey. <laughs> like, and, but it, is, it's salt and water? But it is. It's salt and water. Because that's essentially what a brine is. Yeah. And I sat there and I thought, surely there's something more to this. Like, there's no way someone thought, oh, let's make a turkey brine for our roads. But, I mean, it is the South. <laughs> so we like our... <laughs> you said it, not me. We, we do think was I thinking a little bit different here. <laughs> um, and so I just was like, okay, well, that's not going to work because you watered down the salt. Like, <laughs> you basically watered down the salt. So, of course, the roads are going to be slick. Like, that's not how it works. And they sand the roads. I'm like, mm -hmm. there's enough salt in this world to salt the Texas roads. Like, we don't have to be, yeah. you well, know, like, and everyone's like, well, we don't. Why, like, we have the red. It's because yeah. it is sand and salt. Yeah. Well, if you mix them, great. But they don't do that. No, we just get mud that freezes and then it's just oh. whatever. I mean, I have some suggestions. <laughs> but, um, you know, I sit there and it's like. Texas can survive a lot of things that other states can't survive, just like other states can survive things that we really can't, you know, and I, I think there will be mm -hmm. some major changes that happen um, because of this storm. This was really, I mean, I, I have been through blizzards. I have, I've driven through blizzards. I've been in negative 20 degrees for consistent amount of times. Um, I've been through cold weather. I, I've frozen a lung while at college because my dumb ass decided to like go for a jog in the middle of winter in Rexburg, <laughs> Idaho, like, because that's a good idea. So, I mean, I've been through some brutal cold, like, so, um, but this, I've never experienced anything like this. And that is the God awful truth that this was something this was a disaster. This was major. We've lost yeah. a lot of lives over this. We've lost a lot of, there's a lot of property damage. Um, Is there a kind, are you hearing like a lot of the same conversation from other Texans about last week? Like a common thought on it all? You know, I think because this is not snow like that is so rare for them. They don't understand how they understand this is bad. We all get that this is really bad. Um, I don't think they understand that this is not a normal thing. <laughs> like, Utah doesn't lose power when we have a blizzard. Oh, like what happens? Yeah. Um, I know they, you know, they had told us it was going to be rolling blackouts. I'm very concerned at what they think rolling means. Because I don't think 
it means that they considering yours is. never it never rolled anywhere it was on and off it, it was just off it just was off um stopped it was brutal but you know i i i know there's a lot of pain going on right now and i know there's a lot right now it's hard to focus on okay what can we do better next time because we haven't even finished cleaning up from this time you know the that what has sense. to be done and what's going to be done over the next several months and you know we're heading right into our tornado season so a lot of these people are not going to get a break we're i mean we're just going to head right from our massive snowstorm it is 78 degrees right now you know so we're talking about like an 80 degree what in a couple days oh my gosh and then there's gonna be if i know anything about that too there's gonna be a lot of sickness too because utah will have you know this the warm before the storm and that's when we get nasty sick because you go from that heat to the cold Mm -hmm. back to heat yes and we you know i sit there and you know mom's on dialysis and we had this conversation that anyone who was on dialysis at home If they couldn't get to a hospital, they will not have survived this. You know, and that hits really close to home because if my parents had been down here with me, you know, we would have driven mom to the hospital right away. Like that would have been the first thing we did just Mm -hmm. to be sure she was okay. But there's a lot of people who don't have that. They don't have someone who's paying that much attention to them. There are people out there who just don't. And you think about the disabled and elderly and children. I mean, I my heartbroken over the child who froze to death in his bed. Yeah, I mean, and people just trying to get by that, and things going wrong. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about inside their homes, and I have never, you know, I experienced a lot of cold, but I could always get warm again. All I had to do was go inside. That is, you could not get away from this cold. And that is what's really, really sad. I mean, it's easy to poke fun of us. I mean, it is, trust me. There's some things that I even am like, oh my God. You know, but um, I, I think be kind right now because Texans are a proud people, but um, they'll rebuild, but right now, they don't need to be kicked when they're down. You know, they would never do that to someone else. And so it doesn't need to be a political thing. It doesn't need to be a, uh, well, I thought Texans could take care of their own. We can, <laughs> like, we're pretty yeah. good at it, you we know, did. but um, we, we did. Uh, in fact, we did all of this so far without any help, um, but I, I shouldn't say that because I know people drove in from other states with supplies. Um, I did see that going on, and that's so so appreciated because it was an, it was desperate needs. You know, I went to the grocery. I I mean, not not to compare, but I I threw out all my food because I had no power for so long. You'd think it would freeze, but apparently I should have left the fridge open <laughs> so it would stay. You know, it's we can't go to the grocery store really right now and 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 restock on things. We 
are still waiting for that to trickle in and it's a long process there's a lot of people here the texas is a very big state and uh when you think about it you know we can fit several other states in our area so when you think of just i know it's easy to think texas is just one state but when you really look at how many people were affected by this we're talking about a huge amount of americans like oh, massive yeah. You know, yeah, Texas so is huge. Just give us a few months and then you can tease us again. But just, just wait a minute. <laughs> it's still what too new. Too soon. Like, just give it a second and then tease us. Like, well, we can handle it down the road, but just give us a minute. Are there <laughs> things like as a single female that you feel like you want to get to have prepared for, you know, any other natural disaster, really? Oh, of course. Um, I think I'm going to marry a lumberjack. So I think that would really <laughs> solve really a good lot beard. of the issues I had. Um, a nice beard. The flannel's really a A lumberjack. On. Oh, my God, right? I need a lumberjack. Flannel's great. Perfect. Oh. Like, if you could just get, like, the brawny man, real life. Girl. Right off found the other paper ways towels. to stay warm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Friction and fire. <laughs> we would have kept ourselves just fine. Well, and then you could chop down. And fine. I know. I'm yeah. like, I think I'm going to just get a lumberjack. Now, I did tell, I was talking to my dad about, um, because I'm planning on buying land and building, which sometimes that's great. And sometimes I'm like, well, maybe I'll live closer to the city. I can't decide right now. But I will build a house. That there's certain things that when I build it, I will do different than they're used to here, just because of this experience. You know, take mm -hmm. some of the things I've learned from living up north, um, and surviving some very bitter winters that would make it easier to survive down here. You know, here's the thing: is a lot of homes don't have fireplaces. It's too hot. Yeah. <laughs> like even our winters are hot. You know, I mean, we get cold snaps, but nothing like we went through. And so it's like, even just that, it's hard to find. You can't heat it because you can't burn your house down. Like, so there's just, yeah. it really is a different world down here than what people are used to. And I, it is so easy to tell someone what they should do when you're not going through it. You're not experiencing it, you know, and. I am just as much to blame as anyone else because we're all human, but um, I think all in all, at the end of the day, I'm very proud of how the state handled, not the government, the people, how the people handled this. You know, you get to see the Texan spirit and that's really a beautiful thing if you let yourself get past the whole pride of Texas and, and really focus on why are they so proud? Yeah. They have something to be proud of. That's always what I've seen through it all. Like I understand the pride, mm -hmm. but I think it's because they have a reason to be. They really do. And I've always known like I mean, a kind Texan. Mm -hmm. Well, they will talk some shit. I mean, they are really good shit talkers. Like, well, that's we'll great. That's the, the kind of people them. I want around the campfire with me, just shooting the shit. Yeah, telling like me all kinds of stories. They are the best people to hang out with. Like, you got to learn to filter. People need to not be so sensitive. Those are the people that 
mm-hmm. are worried about the Texans, I think. Well, and it's just like, um, they may be loud and proud and all of that, but they are humble in the areas that matter. They're not too good for anyone else. They're not too good to help someone else. They, I mean, if your car broke down on the side of the road, you probably have four different people stop to help you. That's just what they do, you know? And I, I love that about this state. I love the people here. I mean, I love some people in Utah too. You. Um, but. And I've, I've no, lived it's nice in different that it's states. still got that small yeah. country feel. Cause that's how it used to be here. And now like growing up, people used to stop and help you. The last time I broke down. No one does. Nobody. You know, and that's not how it is down here. I'll and then you're, like, life. kind of concerned when someone does because you're, like, what are your intentions, which is sad. Well, we don't – I know it's silly because we have crime here. Know. Every state has crime here. But, um, you know, I – it's really funny because I feel like in Utah, I worried a lot more about walking somewhere at night alone than I do here because here – there is a 98% chance that if you go up to someone and try something, they got a gun. Like, so people don't, yeah, you know, it's a different world. And not just that, like, people here will help each other out. Now, in the cities, like any city, there's crime. There's crime everywhere. Everyone knows this. But I think when you get out of the city just a little bit, you really get to see, like, what texas was intended for like what is there it's beautiful it's a beautiful state beautiful people um we have our hard times just like any other state does we're just coming out of one right now (laughs) but you know i think um my suggestions for people and what i've told people here what i suggest to them for next time because it was really surprising how many people I was like the resident northerner and people thought I knew what to do. And I was like, well, we don't have a fireplace, so I can't really help you much. (laughs) Yeah. We didn't split wood all year for fire. So I don't know what we're going to (laughs) do. Like, Oh my God. So much firewood. You know, here's the thing is that they don't have long johns here either. So I was telling people to put their yoga pants on, then put their sweats on. Yeah, wear your leggings. Kind of does the same yeah. job, you know. But it's yeah, the, you got compression are, pants, man. We grew up knowing that you've got to wear long johns under your clothes if you want to stay warm while you're at working. How to layer? Like when you guys are hunting, we do that. We layer very, very well and efficiently. But uh, they don't layer here because they don't have to. You know, like, Interesting. even when it's a cold day, you put your jacket on, but you're inside again in no time. So we have hunters, of course, who know exactly what to do and how to get by and they do great. But um, inside the city, well, we just have city folk. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's a different world. But, you know, honestly the heart of these people and the goodness that came out of this was just beautiful. It really was beautiful. I was so proud to see how many people in just my little community came together and helped each other out. I mean, it was just really cool to see. Well, you've like 
always been proud to be a Texan and I don't blame you at all, but I can tell <laughs> even more so now mm-hmm. you have that much There's- more love for the state. I do, and I feel like I'm protecting my little sister or something because I got really defensive of them when people were posting things, and I shouldn't let posts on social media bother me, but I felt like people needed to know that as a northerner, I'm telling you, this was not anything you've been through, you know? This isn't. Mm -hmm. I can honestly... Yeah, the circumstances are much different. I can honestly say 99% of you have never experienced this. I don't care how cold it was. This is very different. But I think, honestly, like, my suggestions would be, you know, they need to have a solar charger. If you can afford a generator, get a generator. Um, If you're building, have a wood-burning stove. Have a fireplace. Those things are just very common where we're from. It's not here. There's gas fireplaces and things like that, but um, even... Even that runs gas out. is out. Yeah. And a lot of times you have to have electrical to turn something on. You have to have power to turn it on. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think just, you know, we ran out of water quicker than I thought we would. Thank goodness there was enough snow. <laughs> we melted that stuff like crazy <laughs> to flush toilets. But I think, I think every everyone who went through this will be much better prepared for if it happens again. You know, we're going to know what yeah. was uncomfortable. We're going to know what's, what's, and there were things I learned that I was like, well, that was really genius. One of these people put a tent in their living room and then put blankets over the tent. So inside the tent was warm. Like they basically created like an igloo of sorts to keep it warm in there. So it was like, 40 degrees outside in the living room, but then when you were in the tent, it was like 70. So I never would have thought mm. of that. You know? So, I mean, they yeah. they came up with some clever stuff. They really did. So I was like, wow, I never, I'm, I'm going to go get a tent just for that. Like, heaven forbid I ever have to do this again. But, you know, they were clever with what they came up with and things I never would have thought of either. I feel like I'm just rambling. Yeah. I, I still feel no, like I, I think it's yeah, awesome. <laughs> well, like, it's I swear still the so power fresh. Again, I'm gonna have a full blown like mental break meltdown. Yeah, I might lose it. Don't but. ask you how you're doing. Not if the power's out because I'm not okay. <laughs> I'm not doing. <laughs> I'll be better for power next time, but it's too soon. Too soon for power outages. What you does know, your dog I mean, Willow think about the snow? Willow loves... Well, she like, snow. I'm not going out there to go to the bathroom. Oh, she doesn't care. She... So, she did... Oh, good. Well, let me correct this. The first day, she loved it. She loves the snow. Like, when we go to Grandma and Grandpa's house and it's snowing, she is happy as a clam. She will run around as quick as she can, play in it. She thinks it's the best thing in the world. Like, she loves it. So, day one, she was like, oh, this is fun. Well, day two, she was like, I'm not leaving the house. Like, nope. So I had to have her pee on pee pads because I didn't blame her. It was so It was so cold. cold. And her poor little legs are She's so She's so short. little. Yeah. Yeah. Her little legs are so What kind short. of dog is she again? She's a terrier mixed with a wiener dog. So she's got the short legs. So yeah, she's her tiny. Her poor little belly was all in the ice and... 
it was uncomfortable and she couldn't she basically was just like even if she peed it was just touching her belly well i don't have a way to wash her right now either so i let her use the pee pads and things like that she did go out we would go out the door and she would poo on a because she just can't bring herself to do it inside much um so she would poo right outside the door because there was no snow right there but she was not having going out to go potty was rough on her because she just was she was frozen too you think about a 13 pound dog if i'm freezing she's struggling you know and so i kept her yeah. under the blankets there was one day she didn't come out of the blankets bunch at all she just stayed under there and so she's she's fine now running around playing around but i think she was confused she didn't know what was happening you know she didn't want to drink yeah. what did you guys do much. for sleeping to stay um, home asleep i had i'm not gonna lie it was an uncomfortable while to sleep like i didn't get much sleep because i was freezing I wore so many layers. Every blanket I owned, sheets included, were on my bed. And I was under them. And she, like, was just right up on me all night, just under the blankets. But you do how you can. And we survived, which we're grateful for. Yes, me too. So... Well, hopefully now you can enjoy the sun and this week will get better. I know. I have to go turn my AC on. It is 80 degrees here. Well, and that's like, You're I'm like, like what no, is this? it was literally almost 100 degrees colder. <laughs> like, that is a big drop. That That's a huge that drop. That's a huge drop. So, I mean, I'm glad it's warm this week. We're supposed to get rain this weekend. And I'm sure everyone's just kind of on edge over any weather at the moment. But um, oh, especially so many people are still trying to just, there's so many people who still don't have water. Good. I feel like I just ranted the entire <sighs> time about like. I'm sure there's so many people that were feeling oh the exact gosh, same Oh my gosh, yeah. You know what? Like, fuck you 2020. And then here comes 2021. 2021 is just like. So everyone just. Yeah. Well, and you know, it was, I. You know, not just the COVID thing. I'm going through, you know, the religion stuff, mm -hmm. figuring life, out yeah. life. And then it has been an emotional start to the year, but I'm also very grateful for all the good that's come with it, too. Yeah. Because there has been. Yeah. There has been a lot of good. Yeah. And like you said, even with all the different aspects of your life and the things you're figuring out, and that's just life in general. Is it's like the big things that have shaken you? Yeah, and you know so it has been, been several leading you in a really good direction. You know, and um, it's really interesting because being raised in such a strict religion, it, it does alter how you think of things and how you view things and handle things. And so to have that, not my faith in God shaken, but my foundation basically shaken. And then I felt like it's just this continuous, like, I almost can't just get my feet under me long mm -hmm. enough to, to One face thing after it. Another. But, you know, it's really been interesting because 
I've been able to have meaningful and like deep conversations with people because I'm opening up areas of my life to others that I didn't realize needed to be opened up. To be honest, I didn't realize how shocking some things were going to be, but, um, in the process, like I've gotten to know God on such a different level. And like my faith in him is stronger than it's ever been. Um, and it's easy to look at like, oh, well, where was God when this happened? Why wasn't he there? Well, he was. I mean, when you look at the people who stepped up to help each other, that people they didn't even know, they opened their homes. That's that's God. That is a Christ-like person. That is someone who was put there to help someone else for a reason. Like to me, that is just, even in disaster and destruction, you can see his mercies. There's things that you can look at. If you want to see it, you will see the good. But um, it's very easy to not open your eyes to that and to try and blame God for anything and everything. Or if you don't believe in them, I mean, to each their own, I really, I'm not trying to convince anyone, but um, it, it has just been a very unique start to me. You've been on the road the whole like run of it with me. Um, you know, I'm really grateful for where I am in life. I'm really grateful for the lessons I've learned. And even though they're very uncomfortable changes and things like that, I... I am so grateful for that. I feel like anytime you're growing and changing, it's going to be uncomfortable. You know, it will be. I think that's just a good way to look at life in general, too. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, there's always something learn from it, man. Well, and you can. There's so much you can learn. I mean, I've learned a lot this week. I'll tell you what. I've learned it takes like 20 bucks buckets of snow to flush a toilet which is absurd to me. Like I'm still in shock of how I've learned. You know, here's the thing is like, we sat in silence for a long time because we had no power. We had couldn't run my batteries down on my, my devices. Um, so, you know, I sat there and I read and I thought, which I had a lot to think about, <laughs> had a lot to think about for a while. <laughs> so many things um but you know i was cold and i was miserable but i had a minute to just sit still when my life i'm going a hundred miles a minute all the time until i lay down and um you know in those quiet moments i feel like a lot of healing happened even though i was miserable i feel like i was almost forced to face things I was avoiding, you know, because what am I going to, I can't yeah. distract myself. What else are you going to do? I couldn't even distract myself with work. Like I literally could not distract myself with anything else. I had to sit there and I had to think, and I had to, Whoa. what are my priorities? We do not, like, we don't even know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, and until you're like, sitting we think there. of being bored and but until you there's always something to do. To Our fingers are always doing something. Girl, I laid a whole new floor in a day. 
Yeah. Like, I'm kind of a yeah. badass. I mean, you're either laying floor, working, or, like, scrolling mm-hmm. on your phone. Like, we're never truly Playing inside. with my dog. Just but then, you know, playing. I hit the point where there was literally nothing else for me to do. I had read, I think I went through two different books, and I was just read out, and I just sat there, and I was sitting there, and so many answers came to me regarding decisions I needed to make in my life. Um, The directions I wanted to head with certain things. Stuff that I think, yeah, it sucks, and I hope I never have to go through that again for my world to be quiet enough that I listen. (laughs) But I am very grateful for that happening. I got answers I really desperately needed and had avoided because I finally had to sit still. My world was still for a moment, you know? Yeah. I've heard a lot of... um, I've heard several times that we as humans need to be in more stillness and quietness for that reason. Because if you genuinely think about when you think you're being quiet or still or not doing something, it's like, well, I'm not working, but I'm listening to music and now I'm cleaning. Like you're never thinking about what do I need to get done? What do I have to do? Right. And and there's no distraction pulling you. It's forced me to just, I didn't have a list to make. I didn't have a list to check off. I didn't have, I literally just, I sat there and I thought, and, you know, I mean, um, the Bible you and your husband sent me, <laughs> I yeah, read, you took it with, uh, yeah, I read the whole said, Bible, the whole bottle, um, I didn't read the whole thing. <laughs> you did? Oh, I was no. like, hot damn, no, no, in no, 40s? No, no. no, no, not the whole thing. I, I did read and I did study and I... I, I was like, that you know, was a four days. You're like, girl! <laughs> <laughs> no. That's so cute. Um, we've been watching... Have you watched Peaky Blinders on Netflix? No, do I need to? Yeah, you do. So, because it's like Sons of Anarchy adjacent, it's... um. I would say it's in like the 1920s. They haven't for sure given me a date, <laughs> but I would say like 19, early 1900s with um, kind of around the prohibition area. They are in England and they're like a mob, like a mob. They're gangster. They're like the original gangster. So they're, yeah, they're gangsters and they're, they do, they're like bookies kind of, and jo- they like put in bets and stuff, but then it's like how they build up their empire. But it's like a lot like Sons of Anarchy because, you know, they're like doing business and how they're like. I like tricky. it. I think I'm going to start watch watching. Sons of Anarchy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which um, we like the same kind of show. And they have so. really, yeah, you'll like it. They have really thick accents, which we know I love. And everything's always like, I'm going to butcher it, but they're always like, fuck off, you know? Like, I like it. Fuck. You know, so I ask Cody, I'm like, can we make a deal where <laughs> we. <laughs> I can imagine where this is going. <laughs> where we get, where I get like 10 minutes just to yell at you in an accent. 
like just yell yell at you and just tell you like to fuck I just want to have that and just be like like fuck you you bloody bastard like just get really angry you know Animated, even though like, I'll mean nothing yeah, yeah. You're like I don't mean we'll it I just want to have a it after where because we'll be passionate yeah be that person I love yeah. it do it and can you record like, it what would you say <laughs> yeah you're like well it wouldn't be about <laughs> so, you I just really want to do it like yeah i just want to do it it would be fun and i have like i feel like it could get really hot and heavy quick you know (laughs) but Uh, anyways probably pretty quick let's be honest here yeah and i feel like once i got into character and i just started like rambling shit like my accent could get really spot on so so i love it because they're always like yeah they like get stuff from someone and then they'll basically be like thank you and then they tell them to fuck off they're like like as if you were like if i asked you to like bring me like a a glass of wine and then he brought it to me i would be like thanks for the wine fuck off like just send you on your way i like it my kind of people i know so i always get really excited and cody always giggles because every time they tell somebody that it just makes me smile (laughs) i giggle you do Yeah. <laughs> and he just laughs because he knows it's like my favorite thing. Last night we were watching it and he laughed. But there goes Rivers again. We gotta wait till Rivers leaves. So then um last night Rivers was getting all tired and we were watching it and they did it. They like he talks to him, finishes a sentence, and he's like, fuck off. And so that's how they, they like leave. I'm like, I love that. Like you know this is gonna be my thing. Well, anyways. So Rivers was getting tired and he was like falling asleep. So I was like cuddling him and I was finishing watching Peaky Blinders. I know, total bad mom move, whatever, no, judge you're me. Not. You're the best so mom. we're watching it and he's like asleep, okay? Well, anyways, today we're headed to the gym and he's in the middle of telling me this really big story. And it's something about a dream. And he has this dream about a monkey. And this monkey is like, do, and he's in the backseat just telling me as we're going to the gym, you know. And he's telling me, he's like, and the monkey was fucking fast. And I was like, I'm all, like oh my God, that's my kid. Yeah. So I'm like driving and I'm like, he what? And he's like, fucking fast. You're like, oh God. And You're I'm, like, like, don't say that I'm like, oh, we, we don't say that. And he's like, he was super fast. I'm like, yeah. And he just keeps going on. The whole rest of my drive, I'm, like, trying to keep my shit together because I think it is so funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> and he, his delivery nailed it. I was super impressed as a mother and just, yeah, like, <laughs> this is the best. Was like, like, he doesn't oh even realize my how gosh. cool he is. He has no idea. This monkey was like, just super fast. Ripped. Yeah. Someday I'm gonna tell. So by the time I made it to the gym, I was like crying because I was trying to hold this in, and I had nobody to laugh with, and I'm just (laughs) up front driving, like trying to keep my shit together. So by the time I walked into the gym, I like am crying because I'm trying to not laugh. And I walk in the house and think, "What's up, Britt?" I'm like, "I have to tell you what just happened." Listen to what my kids said. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh my god. They laughed. They got it. We moved past it, and it was fine. But I was like. His delivery was, like, and the that fact was... that he said it with an accent just made me, I was like, I know exactly where this is from. There's yeah, no doubt like, in my mind. Yeah. You're like, I. He's Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's Thomas such a Shelby, cool kid. Right in my backseat. Your kids are awesome. Kid. <laughs> they are really cool kids. Thanks. They are cool oh. kids. I like them. 
They're all right. <laughs> we'll keep them around. <sighs> yeah. I know. They're lots of fun. I'm glad you got on to talk to me. I'm glad we did this. I uh, feel like I rambled a little bit, but um, honestly, we still don't know what happened. Like, we're not sure why so many people went without power or anything like that. And they are doing an investigation. So hopefully we have some answers soon so we can fix it and not have that happen again. But yeah, they need to. Yeah. But I'm glad you guys are on the other side of it and now getting repairs and, you know. Me too. I'm really glad we're past that. Done. So I was very lucky compared to some. So <laughs> count that, not just counting how awful it was, but <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm grateful that it wasn't worse. So, yeah, I'm glad you had somewhere to go and at least be with people. Yeah. I think if I had to go too much longer and quiet, I may may have ended up in a mental institute. You know, I did really get used to, like, two naps a day, though. So, like, I'm a little disappointed now that I have to be an adult again. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Which I'm not a nap person at all. But when it's that cold, you almost feel like I just, I'm going to sleep through this because that's the only Go get warm under the blanket. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I think that's things that I like about camping is when you're forced out of your element Mm -hmm. and a lot of times out of service where you have to be. Well, and you know, there's, there's a reason people go to nature to find peace. There, there's absolutely a reason because when you're out there, there's something about the solitude and the beauty and the quiet that just, you can't find unless you're out there. You yeah, know? it would just be nice beautiful. to do it on your time instead of and, and not in like coldness, huh? negative four degrees. Not weather. that we're comparing the two, no. But the quietness. <laughs> You're like I'm still not time. comparing the two. No, it's just no. I'm not. But, but see, maybe you could go camp. You could get a tent now, and hopefully you don't have some more supplies to get through this next time. Yeah. So and solitude. See, you learned you could use some. More quiet. I learned the benefits of quiet. Yeah, I think, you know, for so long I avoided that quiet because I knew I knew what I would have to face and um, I avoided it and sometimes I think God's like, oh, we're not, we're done avoiding this. Not that this happened because I needed solitude. Like, I am not taking ownership of 2021. But it is true. That's probably where a lot of us subconsciously do it. Yeah. Well, do I mean, we want to be in our thoughts? We don't. Most people are um, like, no. I'm going to be honest. I think most of us don't. We don't want to be stuck with our thoughts because we have to face a lot of realizations about ourselves, about our behaviors, about um, our, our situations in life, why mm-hmm. things are yeah. the way they are regarding certain things. And, you know, when you have to face that, you can't, you can't back away from it. You got to just lean into it. Make the change necessary and grow. So yeah, had a girl. We got Chris, this. I'm proud of you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, we do. I'm really proud of myself Yay. for not hurting anyone. I'm proud of you too. Because, girl, my temper—I don't have a temper. You know that. Like, I put up yeah. with some BS and just. 
This is true. Like as your, I feel like as your best friend, I hear the temper that you want to have, but like on the outside, you don't have that temper. Mm-hmm. Like you see it because like I'm not gonna I get your soundboard. Yeah, like I'm gonna tell you exactly first. what I think about anything, yeah. you know. But the rest of the world doesn't see that side of me. And girl, it was close. It was close. <laughs> I. Uh, were like people at stores and stuff just pissing you off or what? No, honestly, I was shocked at how upset I was getting at everyone who was making their snide remarks about Texans. Because I oh. just think, honestly, we weren't even over it yet. Give us, like, yeah, don't kick us true. when we're down. Don't kick someone when they're down. Tease them, like, in three months, mm-hmm. go for it. Tease us. We deserve it. Like, yeah. You know? I get it. But, yeah for sure that's not fair just take them in there buddy then i'll have to help you find it do you have your appointment soon that was my boob that was my boob if you missed it i liked it yeah i don't know where your gear is i'll have to help you in a second yeah my i got an appointment in three minutes Oh, sweet. It's on your... Do you just do do phone? Stop. Go find your gear. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's nice is everything is virtual right now. So... Yeah, that is nice. Good. Well, I appreciate you getting on and being willing to talk to us about everything. Of course. Thank you for letting me vent my thoughts and ramble about everything. I wish... You know, I wish I had more answers about what happened because I feel like... That would be something to talk about, but right now we just don't know. And people are curious. No, maybe yeah. you know you're gonna be We're on again, so maybe you'll, you'll have answers. I'll have then. more answers. I'll have all the answers next. But it's time. just interesting hearing your experience, really. Yeah, because even as your friend, I was just like trying to let you be. Well, because you know, as I was much as I wanted them. to help you, I couldn't either. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I just there's not much you can say. I know you cared. I know you were praying. I know you checked in and asked how I was doing and all of that. And that honestly, like knowing we weren't completely alone, knowing people cared helped a lot. So it means a lot. Yeah, because sometimes you wonder, like, it's even worth being like thinking of you prayers nothing makes me more pissed off when people are like prayers and it's like bitch you're not praying yeah i was was fucking saying it but you did i know you did because that's who you are but so so i love you girl thanks for coming on and we need to catch up more i love you thanks for being willing to do it i love you too thanks for having me i miss seeing your face as always, please don't forget to subscribe. Give us a five-star rate interview. It seriously helps us more than you know. You can follow me on Instagram at Brittany.long or at The Reckoning Podcast. Tune in next week.